0: Thank you for joining me. Welcome back to Grab Yourself a Cuppa. Today we're going to be discussing hot cross buns, simnel cake, the Easter bunny and eggs. So go and grab yourself that cuppa and I will start fairly shortly. As you may have guessed from the title, at the time of this podcast it's only a few days until Easter, so what I thought I'd do was I'd dig about for some answers for traditional food at this time of year. The thing is, this is one of my main interests, I have a very strong interest in food and traditions and why we do what we do at different times of the year, so it's something that I find really interesting, even if you don't. This section is going to deal with hot cross buns. When I looked it up on the internet, Wikipedia t- tells us that the ancient Greeks may have marked cakes with a cross. One of the theories is that the hot cross buns originate from St. Albans, where brother Thomas Radcliffe, a 14th century monk at St. Albans Abbey, developed a similar recipe called an Alban bun and distributed the bun to the poor on Good Friday, starting in 1361. The origins of hot cross buns are not clear. Um, They may go back as far as the 12th century. According to the story, an Anglican monk baked the buns and marked them with a cross in honour of Good Friday. Now obviously over time these buns became really really popular and eventually became a symbol of Easter weekend. Why do we eat hot cross buns at Easter? Because hot cross buns were gaining popularity and were very, very popular in Elizabethan England. Towards the end of the 16th century, Queen Elizabeth I passed a law limiting the sale of sweet buns to funerals Christmas and the Friday before Easter. We as English, you know, are deeply superstitious and believed the buns carried medicinal or magical properties and were fearful of those powers being abused. Some even believed that buns baked on Good Friday would never go stale, I wish. Anyway, as a way to get around the law, more and more people began baking the buns at home. Not only did they grow in popularity, but the law became too difficult to enforce and was eventually rescinded. There are a lot of superstitions surrounding hot cross buns. Um, there are also more than more than a few stories that indicate hot cross buns were baked on Good Friday for superstitious reasons One tale tells that buns baked on this day and hung from the rafters of a home would ward off evil spirits in the coming year Another talks of these buns protecting sailors from shipwreck while off at sea And yet another version mentions that sharing a bun with a loved one guaranteed friendship in the coming year That might be worth trying Okay, now onto something that I have never really understood and don't, have never even tried. I mean, how many people in this country still eat Simnel cake? Never know, never mind know what it is. Um, when I look this up, the name Simnel, it says, probably comes from the ancient Roman semilia, meaning fine flour, which is also the root for the name of semolina as that's a type of pasta, if you didn't know. Um, It's simple everyday cakes of Simnel bread have been known in England at least since the 13th century and are always described as being boiled as well as baked. Uh, When you discover further on that actually a Simnel cake is a fruitcake then that explains the boiled and baked because you can make fruitcake in both those ways as many of you who cook will know. So. But it is known as Simnel bread. Very strange. It's that lady again. Around the time of Elizabeth I, fancy Simnel cakes came to be associated with springtime. They turn up in historical celebrations for Mothering Sunday, Easter, or the day off from the religious feast of Lent known as Refreshment Sunday. Sorry, that should say Fast of Lent, not Feast. Uh, I've never heard of Refreshment Sunday so, and I'm pretty sure most of you haven't. If you have, please let me know because this is interesting. It also tells us that Simnel Cake is a light fruit cake eaten during the pre-easter period in the UK, Ireland and some other countries. It's distinguished by two layers of marzipan or almond paste if you like, one in the middle and one on top. That was the information from Wikipedia. It then says Signal cake has been eaten since medieval times as both a rich sweet treat and a symbolic ritual. The fruit cake is usually topped with 11 marzipan balls to represent the 11 apostles of Christ obviously minus Judas um, because this is to do with the resurrection of Christ and not the death so Judas obviously now would not be applicable. Okay now we come on to the Easter bunny, which has always confused me. Um I'll tell you something at the end of this section that sort of, you know, is kinda makes more sense than what I'm about to tell you. Um I picked all this up from the BBC News Round <laughs> webpage, so it's aimed at children. Um but you know, sometimes it's worth us adults actually reading what the children because it takes it's easier to understand apart from anything else. The story of the Easter Bunny is thought to have become common in the 19th century. Rabbits usually give birth to a large litter of babies, which are called kittens, which I didn't know, um, so they become a sim- became a symbol of new life. The legend of the Easter Bunny is that he lays, decorates and hides eggs as they are also a symbol of new life and it just goes on to say that this is why some children might enjoy Easter egg hunt as part of the Festival of Easter however when I was researching this a little while ago for something else I was doing to do with Easter, I came across a story and I have searched all over the internet and I cannot find it, but it has something to do where East meets West and there was a duck involved and a curse and it basically meant that the rabbit could lay eggs hence the easter bunny however i cannot find <laughs> that piece of information anywhere and i don't know where i got it from i know i got a book out of the library so it's somewhere in there but i don't know where i got it from and i was checking with my husband and he actually said yes i remember you saying that and that made far more sense than a bunny that laid eggs um decorated them and then hid them around the garden that just doesn't make any sense at all it's not logical we all know bunnies don't lay eggs you know and we also all know that they don't eat them so what on earth is a bunny doing with eggs however that's just my thoughts on the subject um and like i say i was researching this for something else to do with cubs I think a while ago and it, it, and it stuck in my mind because it made sense but I can't find the information anywhere <laughs> so if anybody has any inklings of what I'm talking about please let me know that would be good thank you now we come to the fun bit the actual easter eggs This is what Easter is about to most children. Um, It's all about Easter, the symbolism and what it all means and what it's to do with Jesus and what have you usually comes later um, when they have a bit more understanding. But when they're small, obviously the only thing they remember about Easter is the egg on Easter Sunday. They have no idea what is there or what it's for. Um, And along with that they have a nice idea where they have an easter egg hunt around the garden or as we do here we have a community easter egg hunt on easter sunday which is quite good fun it gets the community together it gets the kids out in the fresh air and they love it so it is one of those really nice things that happen here originally though the eating of eggs was not actually allowed by church leaders in the week leading up to easter i e this week, the week before Good Friday, because um, that 's known as Holy Week, so what they used to do was any eggs laid that week were saved up and decorated to make them Holy Week eggs that were given to children as gifts um, on Easter Sunday, hence obviously the chocolate eggs Victorians as ever, why the that they changed everything i don 't know why. Um, adapted the tradition with satin-covered cardboard eggs filled with Easter gifts; hence the gifts in the hollow eggs. Obviously this has now developed into the tradition that many people enjoy today. The first chocolate eggs appeared in France and Germany in the 19th century but they were bitter and hard. But as with most things, as the techniques improved hollow eggs like the ones we have today were developed. They obviously very quickly became popular and remain a favourite tradition with chocolate lovers today. I really hope you enjoyed this quick tour around the traditions surrounding the food Easter. I mean, I've never had a Simnel cake, not sure how many of you have. I love hot cross buns, but unfortunately for me, most of them are full of gluten and gluten-free hot cross buns are actually quite difficult to get hold of. Unless I make my own, which quite often I don't bother because this is only for me, it's not worth it. You know, I might as well just not bore. Um So... Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you all have a really fun-filled Easter and have as much fun as you like with the Easter Bunny and the Easter eggs, And but please don't eat too much chocolate, it's not good for you. Uh, it is in moderation, but don't eat too much, you make yourself sick, um, which won't be good. I will see you soon. And all the information that I've provided you here can be found on Google. Um, I had help from BBC Good Food, BBC News round and wikipedia are the three sources i used so if you want to go and look it up and take it further you can um but thank you so much for listening to me waffle on about food and the history of how things happen and why they happen the way they do it's been an interesting research project it's taken me nearly <laughs> nearly four days <laughs> to research all that and it does it what does it amounted to? Not a very long podcast, but at the end of the day, it's called Grab Yourself a cuppa, and it's because it's supposed to take as long as drinking a cup of tea. I will see you soon with my next episode. No idea what I'm going to do, but when I think about it, I'll do it. Thank you so much for listening and hope to see you soon. Hope you can join me again soon. Bye-bye.